Uh, also, the little things like this is super loud to the mic. So that's why I have like little cup holders for you and stuff. Or a little. I'll just put it all right here. Right. Is that, is that loud? <laughs> 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 yeah. It's like if you don't go to the gym, I'm not even going to swipe on you. And it's like, right. okay. I mean, that's the. That's, that's fun sucking your own dick at the gym. Like. <laughs> With sex toys, intent is key. Don't you fucking get what the god particle is, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to bust your bubble. Yeah. What? <laughs> and then it's like scientifically proven that male's deep voice is more attractive. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, I mean, there's nothing you can do. <laughs> you murder them and you eat their goddamn corpses. Isn't that necessarily true? This is a funny thing. I saw what TJ got picked to do this and I said, I am a thousand times better than TJ. Like, <laughs> All right, welcome back to We Are the Strange. This is a podcast where I uh, I keep it kind of semi-anonymous, not really. I don't know what I'm doing with that. Uh, where I talk to other strange people like myself. Uh, I'm your host, Chris. I'm a comedian. And my guest today is fellow comedian and my sole reason for being right now, uh, Brad. Hello. Brad, welcome. Uh, Brad is uh, a comic who produces a mic at uh, Josephine's. Martini Bar, and it was the very first, it was my very first experience with uh, open mic comedy. Like, before I stumbled upon what you guys did, I did not know that that was a thing. Really? Yeah, no, I thought that either you were either a famous comedian or you just didn't do it. I didn't know that people were grinding away. Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Well, I had no idea either. I mean, I didn't know that people just went to open mic. Like, I knew that they were available, but I thought they were for just... People who didn't fucking know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> well, I mean that's kind of really what it is. But no, I'm just like. <laughs> but I never knew that, you know, like Bill Burr or whomever. Like everybody started doing open mics. You know, right? Those guys started the same like, way. Did we they just did. get an agent and like they were funny and then they figured shit out? Or that's kind of what I thought it was. Yeah. I had no same. idea. So you you had a, you put that into perspective for me because I actually I watched your mic um, for like a year before I tried it. And just to see what was going on. And I had no idea that so many people bombed. Yeah. <laughs> like, consistently. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you came a lot, and you are just hanging out. and Yeah, you came out and hang out. I didn't really talk to anyone at that point, just because, like, you guys always seemed, like, really, really cool. And I was just like, I don't know if I would fit in with you guys. Yeah. I, I honestly thought that was going to be kind of clicky and some, something like that. I know a lot of people still think that, but you guys... According to Reddit, yeah. <laughs> you guys were super nice from day one. <laughs> and then, yeah, you guys got that uh, terrible, shitty Reddit uh, <laughs> review. Yeah, what well, to be it? fair, like 90% of the open mics they reviewed were shitty. There was two that were good. Yeah. And then so I, if anyone was scared that it would hurt, like, open mic attendance, I really don't think it would have mattered because, uh, well, just to put it in, everything in perspective for listeners, there was a Reddit the, uh, thread that where one person reviewed all the open mics uh, in the area and basically just shit on all of them. Yeah. Um, and then would not come forward as to who they well, were. I don't want to put too much light on it, but yeah, so somebody, I mean, everybody, I think everybody knows the story by now, but for those who don't, somebody came on and they, and they said they went to Josephine's and they said they had a horrible time. They were heckled by a comic and... Then the next comic who came up trashed him. Right. They left. They felt unwelcome. And um, and then I reached out to them personally, and I said, hey, sorry, you know, hey, if you want to come back, I'll give you a couple of drinks. I'll give you some extra time even. Like, that's not that's not how we do things. And then they just said, no, we are, I heard your mic's trash anyway, so forget it. And I said, oh, whatever. And then a week later, they came out with this, 
and it was like a huge post of all these different mics and mine was on there. I was like, now nah, you can go fuck yourself. Because like, they doubled down. Like, if it ever starts on time and blah, blah, blah. And they're all talking shit. And there's joke thieves. And and, joke I, thieves. and I was like, okay, now you can go fuck yourself. So I trolled this person hard. Like on, on Reddit, I just promoted my show on their thread. Right. And um, yeah, but yeah, but, but, but but what what happened was people were messaging this person about all the other shows, and they were just literally copying and pasting it in the description of what the show was. And this didn't come out to like three days after the original post, and they said, well, yeah, these are, I haven't been to all these personally, I've only been to a, a few, and um, yeah, these are all from other comics that are messaging me, like, you, so you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, like, but the one, uh, the one who posted it was the one who had the bad experience at Joe's Fees, weren't Correct, they? they were the same person. Yeah, that for that one, it was the same person. It definitely walked into Joe's, so. right. We don't know anything else other than that. Uh, yeah, uh, they're high. Oh, I mean, they're they're not going to have a good time if we ever find out who that is. Well, apparently they came the next week and they said I was there, and they were very vague. And I messaged them and I said, uh, I said, dude, you trolled everybody. This was actually pretty hilarious. You got everybody talking. <laughs> and I was like, and I said, don't you don't have to break character. Just know that I I respect you because it was kind of hilarious. Like everybody's pissed <laughs> off. And I respect I respect what you did here. Right. Like, grind on. And they said, no, seriously, I was. And I was really offended that you guys made fun of me and blah, blah, blah. And I said, stop. You're being hilarious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but, this, well, one, this wouldn't really hurt any attendance anyway. Like, because so many were reviewed poorly, it's like you can't avoid all the open mics. And like, it's an open mic. Yeah. If you want to do stand-up, you're not going to be able to avoid 90% of the open mics. You're out of your goddamn mind. You're going to go to Cigars and Stripes and then Riddles and then that's it. Yeah, they loved it. They, <laughs> yeah. it, was a, it was mostly a black room but surprisingly supportive. <laughs> yeah, that was their <laughs> review of Riddles. And then someone was like, you want to elaborate on that? <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was mildly racist. Um, but yeah, no, Josephine's has always been super nice. I've never had any experiences. Like, we get hecklers sometimes, but it's usually not comic. It's very rare. And usually, if you're getting heckled, it's by your friend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's not by some stranger or something. Unless you say something extremely problematic, mm-hmm. then people will go up. Because I remember that <clears> was that one dude that went up and started shitting on all these women. And then KB went up and just fucking tore yeah. into him. Yeah. But he was saying, he, he literally said, some women are meant to be objectified. And then there was no punchline. Yes. That was, there was no... I remember that. <laughs> to be you? honest, to be honest, I thought that might have been the, the person. Really? Yeah. Because nothing else reflected. I'm not going to get into it. We could talk after. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I don't even care about the story anymore because, like, the person, like, is under a rock now and right. no one's talking about it. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, we get, like, hecklers and weird shit that happens in the room all the time. But the weird thing is it's never a bad... It's never, like, a bad night no, like everybody not. just gets over it, you know. Right. I mean, I don't know, maybe about people that come there a small amount of time and they get heckled or or, or whatever, or they just have a weird experience there and then they leave. But we all get out, we all go outside, and we all talk about how fucked up it was. And that's like right. That's yeah. We, it, it's it, fun. we glare at each other across the room like, did that just fucking happen? <laughs> yeah. Plus, and, if you're if you're getting to stand up comedy, you're gonna run into that. Yeah. So to to handle it so poorly is ridiculous. Yeah. It's it, it's really really uh, asinine. Um, but okay, so this is uh, a special occasion. I usually don't do any comedy talk, but now I strictly want to talk about it just because this is the third anniversary of your open mic. Yep. That's bananas. Yeah, it and, doesn't feel like that long. And the attendance is insane. 
Every time I go there, the list is 40 deep. And for uh, an open mic out in the suburbs, that is insane. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's typically at least 30. Yeah. So um, That's insane. 30 yeah. is a long... That's like hours and hours of stand-up yeah. comedy. Yeah, it's a long time. And I've, you know, I've thought for a course time to cut it down or, or whatever, but it's always been working. And I feel... There's some people that feel like, hey, it's better for the show if you cut it down because this is way too long and the way i feel is everybody there's people who drive from everywhere they practice their five they want their fucking five right you know you could don't have to stay the whole night you could come later you could do whatever i try to give everybody fucking five every time like yeah, unless it's the last the there's been a couple weeks recently where i've had to because i did the math and i'm like fuck we're gonna go to one like i have to do it now yeah well that's I, more of a venue issue than yeah it it's is. a venue issue if yeah. we went to if we went to 130 i wouldn't i mean i'd, I'd hate myself in the morning but, <laughs> you know like it is what it is right so. um and was it like so how long did did you do stand-up before you and mike uh, started this open mic, and you said, "Did you guys start it exactly together, or did you guys?" Uh, did we someone... discussed. Well, we kind of played around with the idea, and uh, if you want to know the origin story, here it is. Uh, so, <clears throat> I go to Josephine's every once in a while before this, you know, before we started this open mic, and uh, I was honestly just drunk one night walking around with some buddies. I'm like, let's go to Josephine's. And I always made fun of the place. I'm like, that place is a bust. Like, it's got couches <laughs> and shit. I'm like, fuck, man. But then I eventually was like, you know what? I like it as an end-of-the-night bar because it's just yeah. chill. I can go grab a drink, sit on the couch, relax. It's just a nice end-of-the-night place. So I was in there, and my friend, she was bartending at the time. She doesn't work there anymore, but she's like, you do comedy. You should do comedy here. You should do a show. And I was just drunk, and I was like, have your boss call me. Right. <laughs> and... Uh, Sure as shit. And the next day, Frank, call. Uh, he he calls me. He's like, "Hey, this is Frank from Josephine's." I'm like, "Who?" And he's like, "You're the comedy guy. You're the funny guy. You're gonna do a show here or what?" And I was like, "Holy!" <laughs> In classic uh, Frank uh, demeanor, uh, Frank is the uh, owner of Josephine's, um, and he's like, he used to be there all the time on the nights. He was pretty rowdy. He was out, um, honestly one of the bits that people would do everyone yeah. like uh, during their set would mention frank at least once because yeah. he's so rowdy yeah he's <laughs> so loud he's so loud but i kind of like that atmosphere it's kind of like we're all kind of like hanging out and fucking around and stuff like yeah. that and it does go super late and normally like you said earlier a lot of the time you've or recently you've had to cut it down a little bit and people are always trying to tell you to cut it down this is the only time i would like kind of side with you in that and like keep giving everyone five just because Unlike other open mics, people actually stay to the end. Yeah. And yours is one of the longest ones that yeah. run. And yeah. people still stick around and hang out. And yeah. we all close out that bar. Yeah. Like every Thursday. Yeah. It is it is rare. Especially when I first started, I would stay front to front to back, you know, start to finish. Yeah. There's some people, yeah, that don't even that, that stay front to back and Right. That's crazy to me. I mean, once it's done, everyone gets the fuck out, but Right, yeah, you yeah. Know, yeah or we yeah. hang out on the patio, but yeah, I mean, until about one the long nights it's like yeah. Right, yeah. And so uh, and then just so you guys, um, Mike Rimley is the other uh, producer uh, of this mic. He's, uh, he's on hiatus right now, but he's coming back soon, so that's going to be awesome. Um, but how long, so how long did you guys do stand-up before you did this? Well, <clears throat> let's see. For, so I guess I was doing it a year and a half. A year and a half? Yeah, because January will be, yeah. So, yeah, I, I was doing it a year, well, no, maybe it was only half a year. 
Fuck, I don't know, dude. I'm not good with time. <laughs> well, damn, a half a year. If it was a half a year, that's really fast. I, th- to- I think it might have been. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, so this is going to be four years for me, so yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so that's January is when I one. started, and then September I started the mic. Right. So I already, a month in, I was running, <laughs> I was helping run, um... Downer Sand Club, which is a fucking volleyball place. Yeah, they used to be. What did that used to be called? Uh, I'm not gonna shit on them because it's a fun place, but it was just a weird fucking room, <laughs> man. In the middle of the front, and people are walking in with their volleyball gear. Yeah, and then playing volleyball. And it's brightly, it's brightly lit, and the uh, music's playing, and you hear people in the background like, "Oof!" Like, send, like they're sending <laughs> up stuff, and, and you're just trying to tell your joke. And they asked me to like run it, and they paid pretty well, so I ran it within. Like, the first three weeks of me doing comedy, I was running, you know, half that week and me, half yeah. half that week, and then the other half, it was Faison, so we, I co-produced it with uh, him. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. You never told me that. No. Um, I, I mean, I mean, I didn't reach out to him, or he didn't reach out to me. The owner just knew us, and, like, kind of, <laughs> kind So he just whatever. paired you guys up? Yeah, yeah. Oof, that's unfortunate. He actually yeah. used to run an open mic at the one that I run now at Lunar Brewing. Did he? Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, the owner came up to us and like, yeah, there was this other guy who did it for like a couple days or something like that. And, a couple uh, days. Yeah, I guess it didn't pan out, but uh, yeah. Uh, so he ran it a little bit before us, but uh, and then you know, I, I I was actually after his time. I heard he was like problematic, and then he. Got, yeah, I'm like, not gonna get into it. But yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna get into it, it either. Was, but uh, he, yeah, he definitely ostracized. <laughs> from, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From uh, poor poor behavior. Uh, from I'm told. Now, in the beginning, how was the attendance? Because now, as I mentioned before, like, your mic has, like, a 30 to 40 deep list, which is insanity. Was it always like that? No. How absolutely it- not. There was nights where I just said, this is fucking stupid. Really? And uh, before, really? before I before I got to, like, <clears throat> I guess my anxiety uh, worked to the better of me because the anxiety of me was like, dude, just tell me you don't want to do it anymore. And uh, I would always push it off, and then it'd be Thursday again. I'm like, I guess we're doing it again, you know? <laughs> well, well yeah. it, it, but it was always fun. No, it was fun from the get-go. There were some nights where I was like, holy shit, and then everyone's like, you know, this is how it is. You're going to have nights like this. I mean, yeah. but the first the first night was busy, and the first couple of weeks were pretty busy. Not busy now, but like 20 or so. I have my books. I wish I brought my books. Yeah. Not that it mattered, but I have I have a list of every... Not to be creepy, but I have a list of all the uh, of every uh, of every show. What do you just mean, in what case do you, mean, you keep the list. Yeah, uh, from every show. Yeah, for how many years? Every year I get a new notebook. Oh my god! Yeah, and it's not for it's not for any names or whatever. It's honestly in case I, in case I decide later on, like maybe Josephine's like doesn't happen, or maybe get shut down, or maybe we move to another, or maybe whatever. Then I have all these books to be like, hey, I produced this show, and this is how many people we brought out. Yeah. Oh, that's why you do it. And it's kind of like a portfolio of the attendance of the show and comics wise. I don't know. Right. It seemed I, like a good idea at the time. Now people are gonna be like, wait, that's a little fucked up. But I Yeah, I, well I mean at the same time I see what you're saying, but also at the same time you're also a straight white man with a list of names. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I see you were here January fifteenth of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So having lists of names <clears throat> is usually not a good sign. <laughs> no, no. It's usually a big red flag. <laughs> but um, uh but but yeah it wasn't I mean and then we did we did showcases for a little bit of time and yeah. uh they were really good at first. Oh, that's uh, right. I, I remember <clears throat> that you did one, and I went to that one. Uh, but in the in the almost two years that I've been doing stand-up, uh, I've only seen you guys do one. Yeah, so we used to do... I think we did a total of four, and we did one seasonally. So yeah. spring, summer, fall, winter, 
And the last one, the second to last one, there was like nobody in there. The bar paid. They had no problem with it. Um, but it was kind of like, what happened? You know, and I said, okay, so we're going to do one more. And we did one more. And it was just a rare show. Seven people, 12 minutes a piece. They, everybody gets paid. That was huh. my biggest thing. Like, How was the attendance? Um, it was better than the that one, but it wasn't what I wanted. And me and Mike walked everywhere. We walked up and down Villa Park. And all these shops like Villa Park, Yeah, they love like the whole local supporting your local business type of thing. I went to, you know, other places, other bars even, and they're like, yeah, we'll put a flyer up. We'll put a flyer up. Yeah. And we, we spent like a good couple hours just walking up and down Villa, right. posting them up. And, you know, I did a big flyer campaign. I spent probably 50 bucks on the flyer campaign online. Mm, damn. And I was like, this is literally all of my effort I'm putting onto it. Yeah. And it's an experiment. If it turns out good, it turns out good. If not, it turned out fine. It just, it wasn't packed. Like, I wanted it packed. I wanted it fucking right, packed. Right, yeah. And um, it didn't happen. I'm just like, it's not, it's just, I, I mean, I'm sure, I, maybe it could be the night or it could be whatever, but I'm like, I'm going to take a break from this, and me and Mike took a break from it, so. What uh what day did you guys do that on? Was oh, it a, oh, was what it day? A, it was, was it a Saturday week? night. It was Saturday night? Yeah. Wow, and it was still dead in there? Yeah. That's crazy. Also yeah. interesting <clears throat> to do a, sh- a showcase. We did some on Friday, too. I think we did one, a couple on Friday, and then the last night we decided to do it on a Saturday because um, the other thing was it was kind of weird. Like, Thursday night you come, you do the mic. I'm like, tomorrow's our showcase. A lot of people wouldn't be, like, coming out two nights in a row. Right. You know? So, I mean, a lot of people would, but for the most part it's like, we yeah. were just here last night, man. Let's go do something else. So. But uh, hard to do a showcase on a bar or at a bar on a Friday and a Saturday night because, like, the patrons usually are pretty rough. So, But at the very least, you usually get a nice bump in crowd yeah. of, of normies because everyone's out drinking. Well, but Josephine's, I, I've been there in a couple nights in the weekend. <laughs> it's, been, yeah. it's been dead. Um, I think they make a lot of their money mostly on the weekdays. I don't know. I don't know. I don't look at the books. Right. You don't look at the books. I know. I go there a lot throughout the week, too, and it's super <laughs> busy on Thursdays. So. Right. <clears throat> Did you go to uh, other open mics uh, before? Obviously, you yeah. were doing stand-up for a little bit, but were you really familiar with, like, uh, kind of like the open mic format before you started doing it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I got into it hard. Uh, like, when I... So, I don't know. When I guess when I first started stand-up... I just want to do it one time, and then that's it. I said yeah. I, I had like a bucket list after. Mm, yeah. This is so cliche, but after I got like divorced and shit, I was like, I, we I have the do, same backstory. I gotta do. <laughs> I gotta do things for me, and I had bucket <laughs> list, and uh, I never even knew this at all. I just knew. I I, I, I worked in I worked in uh, Naperville, and I would always pass up the Comedy Shrine driving like yeah. for, around the area. And I was like, okay, and I looked it up online. There's an open mic. And I was like, okay, I'll go check it out one time. I checked it out one time and uh, just to see how it was because as me, I was like, man, can I swear up there? Can I do this? Can I? What can I say? What can I not say? Right. Um, it, how strict is it? And I was like, oh, this is pretty simple. And um, yeah, and then I, I, I went and I signed up and I went the next day and I got that first laugh. I recited it over and over again in front of my dog walking in f- around my room. <laughs> Is that your process I still, for practicing? I still, I still have. I'm very sentimental. I still have my set list from that night. Really? Yeah. You are sentimental. Yeah, I have it. And that's word for fucking word. Every every time I have my comedy anniversary, I do that set. Yeah. 
and I it's all folded up. It's in my office, and it's it's word for word. It was about New Year, New Me bullshit, <laughs> working out and stupid shit. There's some good jokes in there though. But but when I got that first laugh, I was like, wow, I like this, and I left. And uh, a couple people came up to me, and they're like, hey, I'm like, where else could I go, you know? Right. And Downer Sand Club was the next one. I was like, I guess I'll check it out. So I went the next day to that one. Yeah. And then I started going to cigars a lot, which is like my, it's still like my favorite. Really? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's one of my favorites. It's so weird that it's produced by some, I don't even know who produces that. It's not one of, it's not someone we kind of no. like talk to a whole lot. Uh, well, it's Ronnie, right? Ronnie owns the place. Um, the guy who's running it now or hosting it, I forgot his name. I think it's like, he does like a lot of fucking crazy magic tricks where he like juggles knives and fucking flips uh, wow, matches and shit. Really like cigarettes. Yeah. yeah. But that's what kind of what he does. That's yeah. his thing. But that's what cigar, cigars had a lot of shit like that. They had dudes with whips. They had guys who fuck? eat razor blades and shit. Yeah, it's during the comedy show. <laughs> that yeah. is, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, that was a comedy show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they say a joke or two. In <laughs> <laughs> amidst all the danger. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, uh, that's uh, that's so. Weird. You mentioned that you had a bucket list. Do, do you have actually a physical bucket list, or do you just have no, like a mental bucket list? No, I had it when I first, when I first, like, I wanted to buy the car I wanted. I wanted to go skydiving, which I just fucking did that three weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. We don't have to get into it, but, like, no, I that was one it. of the things, and, like, I finally did it. Yeah. Um, and there was, like, a bunch of other stuff in there, like, finance crap and working out and being healthier, not smoking. Can I have a cigarette? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have more. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, man, I just, that was my, that was the, I, I looked at the list, and I was like, which one is going to be, like, the hardest one for me to do? And that, and the car, you know, the car is not outside of my response. You know, like, I gotta find it. Yeah. But I was like, what's gonna be the hard? What's the one I don't want to do? Like, what's the one I want to save to the end? And it was comedy. I was like, well, let's just do it right now. And wow. Yeah. Really, you you thought that was gonna be the hardest one out of all the ones? I didn't think I was gonna do it. Yeah. I just didn't. I didn't like. I was sitting there fucking sweating. Sweating, and I was like, really? "There's no way I'm going up there." That's a huge difference in how there's, you are now. There's no way I'm going up there. There's <laughs> yeah. no fucking like, and I and I just I didn't even know where I was. Like yeah. I didn't even like I kind of like I didn't know the whole list. I don't know anybody up there. I don't know who that person's fucking name is. I'm just sitting there looking at mine. I'm like, they're gonna call my name. I'm not going up there. There's no way. And they called, <laughs> and I just went up there. And do you still have that feeling? It depends on the show. Mostly no. I wish yeah. I had it. Really? That's why I want to stop drinking before I go up, man. So you suck the your nerves. nerves. The nerves fucking help you. Yeah, I think in a pinch. Although I, I, I have, I have a couple drinks before I go up still, mm-hmm. um, just to help me with my nerves. Uh, but uh, I like being a little bit buzzed. <laughs> I do too, but <clears throat> you seem to care less. Yeah, you care less. Like you do, you run your shit, but you seem to, you seem to go up there with less of a consequence and. I don't know, and, and and I feel like there's nights where I have a couple drinks, and I'll and I'll go up there, and I'll come off, and I'll be like, I don't even know how that went, really. Right. Like I don't know what I felt up there. I felt kind of numb. You I know? mean, I see what you're saying. Like I I know that uh, nervous energy. A lot of people kind of feed off of that, and in the heat of the moment, they will come up with something. You yeah. know, and yeah. then uh, but at the same time, there's also times where it's like I'm scared to go for something, and if mm-hmm. I just had a couple drinks, I'm mm-hmm. just gonna go for it. Yeah. Well, biologically, your nerves help you. Because everything opens up and it goes in like fight or flight, right? And like your blood starts pumping, your senses awaken, and it feels more frightening. But actually, you're more on point, right? 
Uh, so do you don't you don't ever really feel like I mean it's hard for me to even imagine that feeling anymore. No, there's shows where I feel that really still <clears> even <throat> going going up now and just like oh not like all right not like oh, I'm not gonna yeah, do it. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm talking about. No, 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 no. Like I know I'm gonna do it. At right. Least, you know, but did you have public uh, speaking experience before you no. went up? No. See, that's fucking bananas. I was uh, I, was, I was terrified. Of I it. was in bands for a real long time, so it was a little bit easier for me to get up there because I had so much experience. Although it was my first time without four other people behind me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's so, the other thing too. That's bananas about it. Yeah, it's you're, just you. You're up there alone for five minutes or whatever. It's just you, man. Yeah. And when you hear, when you hear that silence, you feel it. Yeah, <laughs> you are you are in control of anything that happens, right? Good or bad. But yeah, you said you were in band or I was in bands. Yeah, for a very long time. That was my uh, that was my main. Uh, hobby i guess before uh before doing stand-up so i had uh, i always i would always do banter in between songs stuff like that um but it was nothing for like five minutes at a yeah. time that would and be worst ridiculous. case it goes well you're just like yeah let's go all right yeah, that didn't that didn't work uh but yeah i remember uh trying stuff every once in a while in between mm-hmm. in between sets is trying to like make people laugh yeah, and but I, and I remember liking that feeling, but for some reason it never clicked to me to just do that the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, uh, I think right before I started doing stand up, I had uh, the last show I played uh, as my solo project. They uh, someone came up to me and was like, "I like your uh, comedy music." mashup I was like I wasn't trying to do yeah. I was just super nervous in between the songs and, yeah. and also I didn't have enough time to fill with the music that I was doing at the time so I was just like really really trying to stall mm-hmm. you know um, now that you mentioned bucket list I've actually since since we're on topic I actually have a physical bucket list oh you do list. I've had for like seven years really and it's embarrassing well do you want to are you going to share it yeah I'm going to share fold it open and put it back I'm going to share it it's been in my wallet for like a million years like it's like falling apart holy cow this is super embarrassing uh, no, dude. But it, in light of the bucket list, man, uh, you, man, you decorated it and everything. Yeah, I did. I drew, I drew, <laughs> I drew black letters. Uh, this is my top five things to do before I die. Yeah, number five is write or draw a book. You never did that. Like, get it published. Uh, you can get, you can self-publish now. Yeah, but I mean, like, would you publish it or were you just yeah, create I would, it? No, I would publish it because yeah. I would want a hard copy of it. Yeah, and I found out that anyone could just do it. Yeah. So it doesn't even have to be good. You could literally like submit your book, get it printed, and then you just have a book. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah, you and have a book, and then as people order it, they'll make more. Right. And the novelty of that is just funny to me. To yeah. At any point, be able to say, "I I wrote a book. Mm-hmm. It's not good, but any <laughs> ideas? Uh, yeah, I've actually started writing a, a fantasy novel. Yeah. Yeah, I write it while I'm at work. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, uh, I, it's, I'm shooting for like forty thousand words because I think that's the bare minimum. I don't know anything about word wor- <laughs> for words. <laughs> I don't uh, know anything about word length. How uh, many pages is that? Uh, I don't know how many pages that is, but the Great Gatsby was around like thirty-five thousand words, something like that. Okay. Yeah, so it's around that range. I guess it's bit. different because there's different book sizes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like uh, number four was guess. complete a music album. Always wanted to do that, and in mm-hmm. my years of uh, music, I never did. Number three is the gayest thing I've ever said: uh, believe in love again. Yeah, <laughs> I wrote this when I was very emo. That's fine, dude. <laughs> I agree with you on that. Um, number two was live in or at least visit Japan. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've I've always loved the idea of Japan and the culture and a lot of the food, most mm-hmm. of the food. Yeah. Um. So I've always wanted to go there. Is there any place you wanted to like live? Like, if you had to live in a foreign country for us, like we'll say like six months to a year. What would hmm. you pick? 
I don't know, but I, not that it is Japan, but I see all these pictures and everything, like just the way looks completely different you know like you see tokyo and all the lights and the crate and like the people walk past these shops like what the fuck is that shop what is that you know right like like, i like i think visiting there would just be unreal it would be unreal the culture shock would be insane also navigating and getting around mm -hmm. would be like an ordeal of its of its own yeah you know uh my buddy uh my roommate upstairs he was in japan for a little bit too but he managed to get by i think he did a bunch of research though Mm -hmm. i think some stuff is in english but I mean, I also I don't really think they like foreigners that much, to be completely honest. Oh, Tokyo? Uh, yeah, Japan or in Japan. general. Yeah, Japan in general. I mean, there's gotta be a lot of tourists that go through there, right? Yeah, I would imagine so. But then he even told me he came across a bar that was like no foreigners. Really? But yeah, oh. which is like you know. I couldn't read it. No. <laughs> but there's a lot of places in just southern Illinois that also say that. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, so. you can't. You don't. You just go south of 80, and there's a lot of places. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, like, a foreign country. I haven't traveled much, and it sucks. Yeah, I've never been out of the country. I, 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 I've been to, to uh, Toronto, Canada, which, if you want to know how that is, it's yeah. a clean Chicago. I didn't feel like I left anywhere. Really? Yeah. Clean Chicago? That's what it's Well, that's like, amazing, man. and you make yeah. it sound like, that sounds like a fantasy world to me. Yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a clean Chicago. That's really it. I mean, it's a smaller, clean Chicago. There was really... Nothing cool about it. Yeah. I mean, it was, the, the time that we went, uh, it was during the pan. We, we used to, <clears throat> my buddy Micah and Darko and uh, my friend Josh from time to time, we would, we had birthdays around the different time of the year. And every time it was somebody's birthday, we would pick a vacation for the weekend. And wow. that was one that my buddy picked and it was during the Pan Am Games. So it was a little different because there was just stages set up randomly in the random streets and we're walking around and my buddy's like, you hear that? I'm like, no. He's like, that's Wu-Tang. And I go, what? It's like, it's fucking Wu-Tang. And turn, sure enough, we turn the corner, and everyone's like, like, with the W, and I'm like, fucking Wu-Tang is here? Like, we didn't even, it, in the middle of the street. Like, just, that is the Pan a, Am Games was, like, What, are, what are the Pan Am Games? Is it a music festival? No, I don't it know. It sounded like a sports event when I think you said it's it. a sport. I, dude, I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I, really don't. I think it's, I think it's uh, sports. I don't know, like, maybe... Kind of like the Olympics. I, I don't. I don't even know. But it was busy, busy, busy. Right. Then my buddy went again. He's like, "Yeah, it was nothing. It was nothing the same. Nothing the same." Are you a, a big sports fan? I just like football. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Then and you're one of the people. I actually talked about this uh, with David. Um, you are one of the people that likes Hooters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the wings. Yeah. I've been meaning to go there with you. Um, I really want to go so bad uh, because I don't even I, I think I've only had the wings once and I wasn't really impressed. But mm-hmm. I mean, it was such a long time ago. Yeah. So I'm curious to see where they are again. So those, yeah. but that's the place you go to because you love their well, wings. That's their own type. If you're talking wings in general, there's a bunch of places. But I mean, like they have their own thing because it's so fucking breaded and the saw so, it's so greasy and it's just awful for you. Yeah. You know, some people who are I guess wing nuts or whatever they'll go. That place is awful. I hate it because it's it's just it's not really it's a breaded it's it's overfilling. <laughs> okay, uh, I go there. I, I go there once a week, man. I have my own waitress. <laughs> like I, walk, I walk in. I'm not even lying to you. I walk in and they go okay and they sit you down and she and before she even says hi to us, our our shots and our drinks and our appetizer is already put in. Right. That's how much I go there. It's that's kind of sad, but I. That's my end of, that's my end of the week, like recap with my buddies. Like, yeah. We go, we have a drink, we go there, and we don't even. I, I'm legit saying this. I don't even go there to gawk at fucking whatever. I go there to just 
mash on some wings and hang out and have some beer. You were the only person I would believe that, 100%. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing a good job. Yeah, <laughs> if it was literally anyone else, I'd be like, no, you're a fucking, you're a criminal, you're a sex yeah. criminal. <laughs> no, I do, I definitely want to check that place out. Yeah, next time we, next time we go, I'll let you know. Yeah. So you're not, uh, would you, in terms of food in general, would you consider yourself, like, not as on the fancy end of things? Like, do you, when you go out to eat, do you like to splurge on, like, a really expensive meal, or do you just kind of get whatever? Depends where I'm at. If I'm at a steakhouse, then I'm getting the best steak. Really? Because if I'm there, I'm there. But if it's just a regular place, I'm sticking to what I know. I will try the... Anywhere I go, if it's a new place and they got wings, if the if the wings word is bold enough, like, they take pride in it, <laughs> then I will... Wait, are you then, fucking serious? Yeah, yeah. I'll be like, all right. <laughs> like, if it's bordered and it says, try our wings, you know, yeah. like, all right. They put some special care into the the sign for it. Right. Let's try it, and then maybe I'll have a new wing place. That's interesting. Wings, but but mostly I just get burgers or I get yeah. You know, I don't get anything fancy. But but I'm like the type of person that I go to a place and I know there's that one thing there that I like, and I just get it every time. And now if I want a burger, I go here. If I want tacos, I go here. If I want wings, I go here. Yeah. I don't ever go to a place and just go. What am I trying today? I already know. I don't need the menu. Well, where do you go? Okay, where do you go for burgers? Um, I like to go to, I mean, I like Brower House a little bit because it's right there. I go there a lot, but it's not like... Their food's okay. Yeah, it's not the craziest. Their pizza's I, terrible. Just, that I'm, not, I'm, not not I'm not saying it's the best. The, um, the pizza's real bad, but they do have some decent sandwiches there. I'll give yeah. them that. Yeah, my favorite burger is in Schaumburg. Uh, well, it's in Chicago. Fuck, I can't think of the name now. It's not Kuma's, is yeah, it? Yeah, it's Kuma's, yeah. Fuck, yeah. yeah I, I love wait, Kuma's. there's one in Schaumburg now? Yeah. Is it, is it just as good as the one in Chicago? Yeah, yeah and it's not fuck? crazy busy. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. I also like Brick House, too. This podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> I, also, I also like Brick House. Brick House, well, they used to be really good. They were, like, oval. Yeah. And now they changed the size. Like the, but Brick House is decent. For burgers? I don't, yeah. Okay. I'm not really a burger guru. No. Like, I, I'm not really picky with them, dude. Just cheese and bacon and give me a side of barbecue. Yeah. You know? Yeah, honestly, you know, you know I like Fuddruckers. You ever been there? No. Oh, is that the place where they make fun of you? No. Okay, good. No, it's not. No, that's at the Bevix. Okay. <laughs> I had a no, bad experience. Fuddruckers, Fuddruckers, you go there, and they just ask you, what size burger do you want? You want a quarter? You want a third? You want a half? You want three quarter? And then they just give you a burger with a bun on a plate, and then you walk to the burger bar, and you put all the onions on it, the lettuce, the, oh, whatever that's the hell cool. you want. It's yeah. expensive, but that's probably one. That's probably my, yeah, that's probably the one for me, Fuddruckers. Really? Yeah. Okay, I have to try that place. I love a good burger. It's Honestly, expensive though, man. You're gonna spend twenty bucks. It's it's an expensive place. Ah, whatever. That's for fine. what it is, but yeah. um, it is expensive for a burger. But honestly, I'll I'll pay for expensive burger sometimes because when I go to like a fancier <laughs> place, I know it seems silly, but I'll order I'll, I'll order a hamburger mm-hmm. because that's how I kind of gauge the place. Like if you fuck up a hamburger, this is not a good place. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know, that complicated. Plus, if your hamburger is boring, I'm like, everything else is going to be boring. Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't even, like, try. Uh, how about tacos? Okay. So, I got two, well, we'll say two for the for the sake of the argument. Two different styles of taco places. There's that greasy fucking hole-in-the-wall taco place. Yeah. And then there's, like, a restaurant, family-style, you know, you would take a date there type of place. I like the hole in the walls better. To I like the hole in the walls. Yeah. So like the hole in the wall, my favorite one is uh, is La Taquita Durango in uh, Aurora. Damn, that's, I, that's a drive for us. Yeah. Well, I, I used to work out there, and yeah. I did a job in the apartment above, and I went downstairs, and I was like, they had the pastor on the spit, and they cut it oh, off in front of you. Oh, really? Yeah, and then they, and then, 
They give it to you, they load the fuck out of them, and then on top of it, they give you a side of jalapeno peppers and, like, a bunch of other peppers. Yeah. Three different sauces, chips and all that, and... Fuck, dude. The salsa is amazing, and ever since then, I, if I'm even close, sometimes I'll leave SNF or wherever. If I'm out there, I'll just stop there, and I'll eat there by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, a fancy place, I like La Hacienda. I go there a lot. That sounds familiar. What is that? It's in Addison. Addison? It's not the craziest, but it's a nice... I mean, it's just it's just a nice. They got good restaurant style tacos. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you like uh, like restaurant style stuff, there's a place right near here called uh, Monte Casino. Have you been there yet? It's right I, in St. Charles. I have not. Listen, the food's good, but the service is terrible. It wasn't <laughs> it a different name like six months ago. Uh, it was a different place. That place was actually by the liquor store. Mm-hmm. Um, what I really liked about that place is they they, they let you buy liquor or beer at mm-hmm. the other pl- at the liquor store and then bring it in. Okay, and that's the only that's place I've heard of in suburbs. Yeah, that's the only place I hear I've heard of them doing that. Now since they moved, they don't let you do that, which kind of fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, they have Mon- own, the Monte Cristo, Monte Casino, oh, Monte Casino, <laughs> yeah, the Monte Cristo, Monte Cristo. I think is a yeah, yeah, weird yeah. ham sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a- I'm uh, I do want to try, like, in terms of food, I do want to try, like, a super expensive meal. Mm-hmm. Just once in my life. Like, I've had some <clears throat> pretty expensive meals before, but I want, like, a $100 steak. Yeah. I'm, I'm so curious. Yeah. Uh, I, I went out to Vegas, and uh, I don't gamble or anything like that, so my thing was fucking buffets. Yeah. And there was one buffet that was $50 to get into. 50 fucking dollars. Yeah. But they had their own spaghetti bar. Yeah. <laughs> and they had, uh, well, it was a pasta bar, but I got spaghetti. And they had, like, shit, like lamb lasagna it was like the weirdest mm-hmm. stuff that you like the weirdest high-end food that you can get and i was like this is at a buffet this is yeah. out of mind i do love indulging in terms of food i would oh, say oh i do too i i don't eat often during the day but when i eat it's i don't I, I fucking eat a lot if you want good i don't want to go back and forth with food the whole time but uh the the brazilian steakhouse oh wait which one uh the one in downers grove is gotcha uh, tiger or something? Uh, I don't know. No, I think I've been to that one, and that one is fucking incredible. Yeah. It yeah. is fucking incredible. Yeah, when, uh, I Well, when I was dating Jen, we went there. It was like kind of like one of our dates, like one of our first kind of... Maybe we were dating a little while, but I was like, I want to take you somewhere nice. Why would you bring a and date we, to and that? We, and we went there, and <laughs> the whole thing is like you're supposed to not eat all day, and then you go there with a big group of people, right? and it takes a while for everybody to eat. And then everybody digests a little, and then you hang out, and you talk about how you've been, whatever. And then right. half hour later, like, let's get some more, and you get some more. We, everything that came around, we said yes to uh, until our plate was full. We ate the plate. We said, hang on, we'll sit a minute. And then we just looked at each other. We're like, all right, I kind of just want to leave. Really? And that no, was it. dude. Yeah, dude, we spent can't... like 70 bucks a person just to go in there. Oh, my God. And, uh, and it, then it was just like we were sitting there full, and then we went went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, like, so to people who don't who've never been, it's it's really it's a, it's expensive like uh, steak uh, steakhouse like it's best br- everything, man. Um, you pay like fifty to seventy bucks, and then you get to all you can eat. Like dudes will walk by, like you have a, a little like a tab on your uh, on your table, and you flip it over, and it says bring meat or it says don't bring meat yeah and then when you have it on they come by you and they give you a fuck ton yeah. of meat and it's just endless and it's yeah. really high end like good and also the cuts are so good yeah they're like do you want medium rare or something like that they'll cut it off right yeah on there yeah it's so fucking <clears throat> good i did make the mistake of grabbing it with my hand 
Uh, they don't do that. The guy came up to yeah, me. Yeah, you got to grab it with the fork. And, I, I and then know. sometimes they'll, put it, they'll mostly put it on the plate for you. Yeah, I panicked. Yeah. And I grabbed it with my hand, and the dude's face was like, he was so pissed at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's the first time here. What so, you this is a fancy establishment. I, I, I know. Like, this emo kid's touching all the meat. <laughs> <laughs> he just grabbed the spit? <laughs> yeah. I will. Yeah, just leave that shit here. They try to trick you, though. And that's one of the things. They don't go to the fucking salad bar. You're in your goddamn mind. Oh, you walk in the front door, and it is the most gorgeous salad bar you've ever it seen. It is. It's the best one but that's how they get you yeah and the bread's so good too yeah that's another way they get you yeah they make sure their bread is fucking on point so you want to eat it yeah but then like you just fill up on that's like no you paid like 50 to 70 dollars eat meat yeah (laughs) you know but the bread is really fucking good everything is good there right um dude are you excited for tonight yeah yeah yeah, what how time do you, is it? Uh, it's six forty-seven. We got plenty of time. We if we go past seven, I'm cool too. I don't know how long you. Uh, how long do you run this? Not to uh, usually time. an hour, but we'll cut it off short. Uh, we'll stop around seven because uh, I, I want to get you there. Oh, I mean, you you drove? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. If yeah. I if I if I leave a little bit later than that, it's fine. Yeah, we're fine. Uh, one of your one of the things about your mic that I found out that since your mic was the first one I went to for a very long time, I did not know that other mics did not do music. Oh yeah, that was one of the things I, I wanted to do very badly, just because. I was spoiled. Right honestly, off the bat. it's been more it's been more work than what it's worth because I've had so many problems with music and devices. It is and a pain. Shit. Yeah. And finally, yeah. I mean, I mean, the music I think is what makes it because it kind of yeah. Well, bringing it alleviates up people, the rumor a little bit. Bringing up people dry is weird. Yeah. You know, yeah. especially since like it's hard to fill in with even with after the applause. It was that weird dead time. And then if you have a little bit of dead time, people fill it in with talking. Like, even even that room doesn't really need it because it's so small. People get up real quick. Yeah. You know, you don't really necessarily need it, but I just felt like it needed to be there. And I don't know, I really don't know what caused me to think of that. It's, it had to have been, I guess it had to have been Mojo's that made me think of it because I don't know any other mic I went to that did that. Right. And, well, I, did, I, had, I had no idea. Yeah, it was you <clears throat> and Mojo's that I went to that did it. And then I went to other mics. And I was like, where's the fucking music? Yeah. <laughs> this is awkward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's a, a lot of them, honestly. Yeah. Like, it works great. at the Shrine. Like, the Shrine, they do music. I don't know if they always did music, though. But it works for that because it's a club, you know. And there's always a lot of people in there. Like, it kind of feels like a club environment. doesn't really need to have music, you right. know. But for, like, little bar rooms, I feel like it just needs a break. And that one right. word you were trying to get into your friend, you can get it in real quick. Right. And it's not going to sound like a bunch of talking, you know. Yeah. Well, have you have so. you, been, have you ever sat in on another mic and then as a producer, have you been like, they shouldn't have done it like this? Um. Yeah, Lunar. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> no, I, I've never judged anybody. <clears throat> I've never really judged anybody else's. Uh but I haven't been to a whole lot either. I mean, there's been to a couple in the city that I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, right, yeah. yeah no, like, I've, I've been to a couple where it's like, I'm like, they don't run music and their gear the is producer's like... producer's super late, doesn't, yeah. clearly doesn't give a fuck. Oh, yeah, that's my main thing. Is and like, I'm just like, what are we going to start? They're like, oh, I don't know. And that's fine, but it's like, it's just, you can just see that they don't give a shit. And that's right. what I... I mean, I get it and I don't. I get it, like, I get it that you're, you've probably been doing this for a long time and it's easy to get jaded, but at the same time, if you're on your phone right by the stage, like, the, yeah. like the whole night, like, it's nothing wrong with checking it, you know, throughout yeah. the night, but, like, to yeah. be on it all the time, yeah. I was like, dude, that's, yeah. I went to a place in the city that di- uh, the producer was doing that and I was like, oh, I feel like shit. Yeah. That's the one, like, dilemma I sometimes have with the, with running the show is I have a lot of friends that want to come and see the show and... 
I don't know if they know the interpretation of what it is. Like, we didn't know. Like, how, what the fuck is this? Right. I have to explain to them, like, hey, this is an open mic. You're going to see a bunch of shit. And I can't really, like, talk. Right. Because I'm not going to be back there in the back of the room, and then the comics going to be on stage working on their shit, and they're going to see the producer of the room sitting at the bar talking to somebody. Like, I can't. Right, I know. It I just, can't it do seems, that, man. It, yeah, like, especially I, since, like, a lot of the times I'll notice, <clears throat> uh, as a producer, when the comic isn't getting a laugh, they'll look at you. you know, yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah, well, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, but they look. So I always have to try to stay engaged, and I always try to give them, like, a something, some kind of reaction, because I know, for, like, when comics panic, they look to you. Yeah. 100% of the time. Yeah. That's something I, I had no idea that happened until I started running a mic. I was like, why does everyone keep fucking yeah. looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I mean, just on top of it, just remember, like, why we're doing it. We do it because we love comedy. And I love to see I love to see people progress. And I love to see them try weird and wacky shit. And I love right. to see how they tweak things and how they handle things and how they grow. That's so interesting because you you've know, been doing I it long enough to see people doing grow. That. Yeah. 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 That's fucking insane. And uh, you've been doing it long enough to see uh, comics like spring up just out of your mic like I'm one of the comics that came out of just your mic and then also I guess Ray Wisbrock yeah Ray mentioned that he was but who else? do you know of anyone else oh man off the top of my head I'm trying to think I know is you did TJ come to ours first no TJ went to Shuba's Shuba's okay and then yours was the second one yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But basically it was yours because uh, he did not like Shubas. Yeah. <laughs> so he just kept going to Josephine. So he went to Josephine's the second, but then that's the only one he went to. Yeah, I can't really I can't really think of a whole I'm sure there's a lot of people. Right. You know, because I, I get around when I can, but there's times where I don't I don't get around because I'm working so much and then I finally start going around like who are all these Fucking people, like right, and then I go come to Josephine. Well, there's like a million people that come by, you know, with varying levels of sanity. Um, uh, spe- uh, speaking of which, we at, we at Lunar, we just got our first band. Band? Yeah, someone got banned. Oh, a band? Oh, I like you guys are gonna have a band. No, there. no, no, no. That, yeah, we're okay. gonna do a mixed uh, mic. <clears throat> it's gonna be terrible. Yeah. Um, no, I think I know who banned. No, there was someone else that got banned. At our place? Yeah. Um, well, there was unless this was recent. Well, okay, so here's what happened. Uh, uh, New York Mike. Yeah, he got kicked out. Yeah, I thought he was banned. He was not because like I talked to the bartender uh, after the he bartender ran. said he was banned. Uh, well, he when said I ta- he had his stuff there, and he said he can come back and get his stuff, but that's it. Yeah, really. That's what he told me. Well, he he told me he was like, no, nah, he's like, I just maybe he changed his mind. Yeah, he might have changed his mind on him. But the next guy that got banned was Adam. Really? Yeah. Adam. Adam. <laughs> your, your impressions oh, are really good. I forgot. <laughs> your impressions are so good. Went to Luna. <laughs> Did my jokes. <laughs> Banned. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Right. I know that my listeners don't know who the fuck that is, but the impression is, like, spot on. It's, like, blowing my mind. You've always been really good at impressions. Um, but he, yeah, he got banned. Oh, here's what happened. I mean, you can't control everything that happens, but basically he went up on stage. Uh, some guy at the bar who came in uh, didn't know that comedy was going on, so he was surprised by it happening. Yeah. He was some overweight dude. He was uh-huh. like, and then Adam was like, shut up, you fat fuck. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing comedy up here. Come on, you fat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Chubby tits, I'm tall and jokes. <laughs> and then 
he shit on veterans for like three minutes. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, dude. And then and then when Mar- uh, the the bartender at uh, Lunar, uh, shout out to Mark. He's a, he's a super nice guy. So it's, yeah, for him is. to ban someone is bananas to me. Yeah, super nice. He was like, yeah, he just like shit on all these veterans, and most of our regulars are veterans. Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, what yeah, were you expecting was yeah. gonna happen? <clears throat> Yeah, you can't. Yeah, so Villa that was, Park uh, bar people, a lot of them are veterans. Yeah, <laughs> a yeah. lot of them, especially are. the older dudes. Like, just yes. assume they're a veteran. Yes, you know, it's a weekday night and they're drinking. They're probably a veteran. Yeah, they've seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, that, I, that's a lot, especially in this area. I mean, the VFW is right by mm-hmm. us, so a lot of those dudes will come out to bars around and just kind of pile around. And to, I mean, I, why would you shit, even if that wasn't the case, why would you shit on veterans anyway? I mean, everything in the interest of art, I guess, but just like, it just seems like there's, where are you going with that? Yeah. You know? I mean, I get, I mean, here's the thing. Here's what it comes down to. If the bar bans it, that's out of your hands. We had a situation I'm not going to get into, but we had a situation where uh, someone who went to our mic did some, did, made our, made bar, one of our bartenders uncomfortable with not jokes, but stuff outside of that. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I, I'm not going to get into it, but just it was outside of it. And um, our bartender felt that this person was kind of like, like they were already kind of on edge with them. And uh, then one night they went up and talked about buying a gun and bringing it somewhere. Nope. And then she's like, he's gone. Yeah, why would and, Yeah. Uh, and I said, that's fine. And then this person said, I got banned for jokes. And I said... No, you got banned for other stuff, and then that was the nail in the coffin. <laughs> I said, I will never ban anybody for jokes. If all those other things didn't happen, we would probably have a talk and be like, what the fuck? Right. But, but, but there wasn't any bad anything that happened, but since there was something bad before that that he caused, and then he said that, now it's like, okay, that now I got to worry about this. Right. And now, well, because we're know, used like, to people saying fucked up shit on stage all the time. Mm-hmm. And then outside of that, though, after that, they're like, oh, hey, what's going on? You know, they're just normal people. Who say fucked up shit on stage? Uh, Ray Wisbrock is one of those. Is one of those people who mm -hmm. will say like uh, really, really weird, messed up stuff. And then off stage, he 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 uh, volunteers his time at like a hospice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) you know, he's actually a really nice guy. So it's never like. But when you start saying stuff on stage that's crazy, and then also you're crazy off stage, you're like, oh, you're not joking. Well, it's down to it. Like, it'll take a lot for me to do that. I've never done it. But if the bar says that, there's nothing you can do. And this oh, specific yeah. person, like, I really like this guy a lot. I talked to him a lot. And when it happened, it was kind of awkward for me because I didn't want to see him go, but I understood. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I, dude, I like talking to dude. He's, 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 I mean, he's got a lot going on in his life. And, but when we talk, I no problem with him at all. Um, and it's a shame because he loved going there and he loved, it's probably something he looked forward to. But yeah, it's, yeah, but right. It's we can It's what it is. You it's can't argue with the events. venue. The venue is like got <laughs> by the balls. Like if they want you out, like yeah. I wouldn't have kicked out Adam. But since the bar, since the bar wanted it, you have to. Yeah, you have to. There's nothing. With it. They're, the, they're the sole reason that we get to do this, and uh, you know. Um, but I would say, uh, not so much my mic, but your mic has definitely helped that bar. <laughs> By a shit ton, because filling it with so. like forty people on a Thursday night. Yeah, I would hope so. That's what I can say. I know not ever, all of us drink, you know, but a lot of us are recovering alcoholics. Yeah, well, and a lot <laughs> of people buy food too. That's true, <clears throat> and that's cut. I mean, it's not cut a lot, but it's yeah. the bar gets some of that. And I know a lot of people eat, and a lot of people. I mean, a lot of people also go to the mic, and then they fucking hang out at Joe's on other nights. 
Oh yeah, they love being there, and they love yeah. our bartenders. You know, so yeah. I'm a I'm a regular there on <clears throat> other nights now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Same. I go there all the time. But that's also partially due to uh, the amazing staff that they have, honestly, because Jen, um, Jen and Mike, mm-hmm. right? Uh, those two, uh, they they bartend. Uh, uh, on open mic for sure and then they also bartend other nights and I love going there on nights that they're bartending just because yeah. they're like really cool and I think for like a, an open mic the bar staff really does something yeah like it adds to it like yes. having a shitty bar <clears throat> staff it's like really really like you know it, it makes yeah. it feel not as great mm-hmm. but since they're so great it makes it feel even more like a hangout place yeah. you know it makes people want to stay I hate going to like city mics or other mics like mine uh, where people will just leave right after their sets. And yeah. I don't understand, like, everyone's got live and stuff like that. But, I mean, also, a lot of people stay for your set. Yeah. You know, at least stay for a couple people. Yeah. Uh, even if I have something to do, I'll try to stay for, like, five comics after me. Yeah. If everybody... Here, if if everybody... If there's a lot of people that want to leave, if everybody did their set and stayed for three more comics, that would already... You know what I'm saying? Right. That would already make the the room a little bit better. Right. So, like, when I have to leave, my goal, if I have to go, I always say, I can stay another 15 minutes. Right. And yeah, I always stay another is. three. And I and usually what ends up happening is I'll stay another three, and then someone, I, like, I hear someone's name, and I'm like, well, fuck, I want to see them, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. I, and then I go and get another beer, because I want to have a drink while I'm watching their set, and then, you know, but... But yeah, it's it's you do your set and if you if you can make it like a goal just for if everybody did it, just stay another three. You can right. fifteen more minutes, you know? Right. You can absolutely do then that. Then that can move the that can push everybody back a little bit, that can move the room. I don't know. That's part of the reason I really like stand up comedy when I first started, because everyone it was like a camaraderie where everyone did stay for a very long time. It's a, not as good as it is now with certain things. Your mic is a, the exception, but with other mics, like people don't really hang out. Um, but yours, like everyone was staying for a very, very long time mm-hmm. throughout everyone's sets. So you, I was I was not the only one staying from start to finish. Yeah. Uh, by any means. Uh, now as a now you've doing you've been doing stand up for like four years now, right? It'll be well i guess january will be four yeah damn dude yeah uh in terms of like now that you've done it for so long and you've produced a mic would you recommend to a stranger to ever try to do stand-up yeah really you know, i think yeah. everyone should try it once that's that's my that's my thing now <laughs> yeah i think everybody should try it once because everyone should try it once it's not as scary as you think and not for the fact i i would say even if I'm telling this to 100% of people that'll only do it once and never again, I still think they should do it. Right. Because it's just a, it's a crazy experience and it's, you kind of just, I don't know, it's just a different perspective. Like when it's just you and the, and it's, it's not like meditative in a way, but it's like, it kind of is because it's you and you're in this weird frame of mind where you're, you're not even, I, I don't even know, you, you, we don't know how to explain it, but like yeah, when, you're in a, when you're in a room, like a packed room, like if you go to like. I don't know, like LOL or Shrine or something, and yeah. there's just a shit ton of people in there, shit ton for us, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just different when like there's so many people staring at you. It's like it's like it's just a weird thing, and then you feel like you could do so much, so many other different things that aren't as bad. Like if you had to make, like my buddy Micah had to make a speech at a wedding, and that's why he did it. Oh, is that why he did it? <clears throat> yeah. He he keeps saying he's gonna do more. He kinda, he says he has more jokes. I think he should go up again, but but he wanted to do it once to get that little little jitter off yeah and i don't know if it helped i don't know if it felt it helped him or not but i know definitely like now you know it's a little bit more of an understanding like i, I went up and talked in front of people before right you know well, there's so, no way it hurt him there's yeah. no way it hurt him that yeah. could have only helped or did nothing yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. yes i feel absolutely everybody should just try it once 
it takes minimal effort to write five minutes. Not a good five minutes. I'm yeah. just saying five minutes. Plus, you don't even need to fill the five minutes. And you don't even have to fill it. You don't you have to fill You could go the five up minutes. there and do two. Do two and just yeah. get up. And some comics who have been doing it for a while will just do two. They'll just do the material they wanted to work on and they'll just bail. Yeah. Uh, you know, they'll go off the stage and give more time to other people. Those are, I, I really like that approach too. Um, but yeah, I absolutely recommend if you, even if, if you've ever been curious about it, then you absolutely have to. Yeah. Try once. It's interesting to engage an audience from scratch and then try to hold their attention. Yeah. And, and also, they're willing to listen in the beginning most of the time. Well, yeah. It's, it's kind of like it's kind of like a funnel like it's really big at first and if you fuck up or you say something wrong that funnel can get narrow very quickly oh yeah you yeah. know <laughs> but you kind of circle that funnel and then if you if you can pinpoint like where they like it and that funnel will hit where they like it then right. you can be fucking really good and, and that's you part can of break it. out of that funnel and go down another one you know but yeah, it's just like uh, it always opens up. It's like a game. Supportive. It's yeah. like a game trying to figure people out and trying to get like you're trying to earn points with these people yeah. essentially. Um, and you have a background in gaming too. Yeah. So like that's, that's kind of how I kind of like picture it. It's like these jokes get me the most points with people mm-hmm. and so I will try to work it or these specific topics or the way I say this and stuff like that. It's like a it's like trying to figure out a puzzle because every room mm-hmm. is different. Um, but like there's, there's harder rooms. Like I just did a Brower House. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the notor- mics that are notorious for being harder. Um, yeah. Uh, and I just won. <laughs> I won it again the other night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a buddy texted me. Congratulations. I th- saw that. Thank you. Uh, I, a buddy asked me how I have won it so many times. And honestly, like with a room like that, I've discovered that long jokes never work there. No. But people's attention spans in general are not very good. Yeah. So short jokes are the best. And then also you can't like dick around if you, I mean, it it depends. People go there for different reasons. Like if you're going to win, then you would do your short jokes that are like kind of tried and true. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to like work on stuff, don't even worry about that stuff. Yeah. I mean, there was a period in time where I just went there and talked to the room because I would have my plan and I would just see boom, boom, boom. Everybody just fucking dying <laughs> like, right yeah and i'm like oh man i'm gonna take a bullet and i and i would go up there and i would just start talking in the room and trying to get them like fucking yeah feeling like they're a part of it because they don't feel like they're a part of it it's all spread out that's a hosting instinct that you have yeah that's a that's a different monster than just stand up in itself hosting yeah. is a way different <clears throat> monster so i would just talk to like this group oh you guys getting off work yeah perfect all right they are getting off work perfect like right. and you just kind of <laughs> this guy's probably the fucking idiot this guy slacks off this guy i could already tell he fucking he's on your eyes asses tells the boss shit you know like <laughs> you know and, and and just try to get them like Take a bullet, whatever, and then, yeah. you know... It is hard to off. engage the audience, and especially in that place. If the first... I've been in rooms before where, like, the first, like, five comics will walk the rest of the night, will walk the rest of the room for the rest of the night. Like, mm-hmm. and after the first five comics, if no one's hitting, the whole room's dead for the rest of the night. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, that place is especially touchy. Like, if you don't go... For that place, I'd recommend going up earlier, doing shorter jokes, and then uh, uh, try to go... I mean, I, I'm going to reiterate going up early because the first couple of comics, they have such a short attention span, the audience, that mm-hmm. if you if they're, like, boring or not landing, they will just leave. Well, they'll leave, and then the other thing is, too, the patio is full service, so they'll just walk out to the patio. It might be, get harder in the winter, but right. they'll just walk out to the patio and sit out there, and then I've seen that. Tables move out. They're like, we're moving to the patio, and then they sit outside. And But at the same time, the speakers go out there, so... right. 
You might be able to win them back. You might you know? be able to win them back. Or then, maybe they're just laughing outside. Yeah, yeah, know? which doesn't like, help us yeah. at fucking all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't hear anything. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things that uh, kind of sucks about that. I do I do enjoy that room. I don't mind a, uh, a difficult room by any means. I know a lot of people kind of like are crybabies about it. Like whatever. Room, I love cigars, man. Cigars is hard. Dude, all right, cigars so here's hard. why I love it. First of all, I love Ronnie. He's awesome. I love the food. That's a big plus. I've never eaten there. Um, <clears throat> but also, it's so tight. And then you go there, and the entire bar... So you've never been there at all? No. You want to go... No, I've been I've been there to, to do a set. I've oh. done two sets there, but I've never eaten. And then after the fact, oh, okay. after I decided I'm never going there again, I, uh, <laughs> I heard they had super good ribs. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? The rib tips. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want now. Yeah. I'll go there. Do they do that in the open mic night? Oh, I, yeah. I, fuck, I, I run a mic on that window. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, I was going to say, let's go. But yeah, you run a mic on Wednesday. Yeah. Well, maybe one night you can go. We can get up really early and hit, hit it on the way back. I yeah. don't know. We'll figure something out. But I do like it because it's just so... Every time I go there, there's asses in seats around the entire bar. Really? Every time I go. Yeah, I mean, you know, the times I mean, that I've been, yeah, you're it, right. There's asses in seats all around the bar, and you're right there, and you can see immediate, like, immediately what is working, what is not. You can pinpoint groups of people, like, there's a couple here, there's three dudes here, there's this here. You can see the audience is right there. Like, there's back of the room comics laughing, but for the most part, you're performing for about like directly for 15 people or so and you can analyze all of them right there as you're go as you're looking and as you tell your first few you can just quickly scan and see what's going right and it's just and if you get them you get them if you don't you know but that's not one the of the end of the world it's cigars that's <laughs> yeah. what i've always said <laughs> that's one of the more notorious rooms for people like talking back to you though right mm-hmm. yeah so they do and so that there's but no fun okay but they do do that it's not that's not like something we're all hearing I mean, rumors of most of the time it's not it, but there are people that do. I yeah. mean, it's like Berwin. You know, it's Berwin's sister. Like, fucking, these people don't give a shit. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. But the one thing that was different, and I don't, I think they still do it, um, because Lottie passed. I was the the oh, older guy yeah. that worked there. Yeah. But he always took money at the door. And um, I oh, think they yeah. still take money. But the thing is, yeah. If if they take if they're paying money they're probably gonna stay. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. They five pay bucks or the, something. If you're not a comic, they you have to pay to get in there. Correct. Was it? Yeah, it's like five bucks. I think it's five bucks. But they're gonna pay. They're gonna stay. Yeah, that, I forgot so, about that. <clears throat> that's the one thing to think about. Yeah. No one's just gonna walk out. They might heckle you or whatever, but. Yeah, but they also paid. So yeah. yeah. I went there a couple of weeks ago, man. It was fucking like 19 comics. The place is getting busy now. Really? Yeah. Every time I would go, there was one time I went there. It was just me and. Um, Oh man, I forgot his name. He's been he's been gone for for a while. But it was just me and him, and the host, and uh, he the host went up to ten minutes, and then I went up and did ten minutes, and then um, um, my other friend went up to ten, and then I said, "Do you want me to go up and do another 10? He's like, "Go up to another 10. So I went up what? and did another ten. Who does two spots? Dude, I did three sets. <laughs> <laughs> I did two tens fuck? and an eight. Are you serious? Yeah, I swear to God. That is fucking bananas. And it was awesome. That'll never happen anywhere well, else. Well, the weirdest thing happened that night because there were so many people there. There were yeah. so many people there. And I would come up again and they were already clapping for me like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like they're happy to see me again, you know? Wow. And it was the weirdest thing. I'm like, all right, I got some other crazy shit. This is all new shit now. Let's just talk about some shit. Yeah. And dude, it felt like they were, they knew us. Yeah. The three man show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was right. fun. And uh, I mean, I burned out of steam on that last one, but it was like, that was like all, I'm talking at that time, 
it wasn't just new. It was just like a thought. Yeah. It was a premise oh, yeah, that premise. I thought of and like, let's fuck around with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, dude, I did three. I did 30 minutes almost. All right. Well, for the listeners, never don't listen to that because that'll never happen to any of you. Yeah. That's never, <laughs> that's not a thing that happens. No, no, it's not. But no one gets that even for five minutes. But my like, point is you get a lot of time there. Yeah. Most time. Well, that's cool that they extend it. If there's like not a whole lot, you get to do a little bit more time. I mean, even the busy nights, I'm still doing like eight. Really? What? Yeah. So it's like, really? What the fuck? Yeah. They don't cap it at like five minutes. They do, but really no one gives a shit. And if you're doing well, I find that the guy doesn't really light you. If you're doing well, you're just going, and then he'll light you. And then if you go over a little bit, you know. You got John Griffin who does like 20 minutes every time. Not 20, but (laughs) he does like a lot, man. And they just let him go, dude. Yeah. And then Dan Brennan comes up at the end of the night, and he's like, yeah, I'm closing it out. (laughs) You know, he does 20 minutes. (laughs) Really? Yeah, like every That's why he fucking likes that When he goes up, when he goes up, I'll just be like, Hey, I'm not leaving, but I'm leaving before your set's over, so I'll see you later. <laughs> you know, like I know he's gonna be up there for like a half hour almost. Oh my god! <clears throat> All right, man, we're uh, we're just about our time. Do you have anything to plug? Um, uh, now just Josephine's. Um, I've been on a slight hiatus with my podcast because I've had some life changes, and that I've, was the other thing I was gonna ask you about. Yeah, I'll get back on that because I actually really like your podcast. Yeah, I will be doing a new one this this weekend. Well, yeah, I will make time to do it this weekend. There you go. I just uh, it's a stupendous podcast, but I haven't been on it, man. I've had I'm not gonna get into it here, but I've had a lot of fucked up, weird, life changing shit. So sure, I've just been busy from this and comedy, yeah. but yeah. but I'm getting back. I'm good. I'm yeah. optimistic, so I'm getting back on that, and uh, that's pretty much it for now. Mm-hmm. No, I have a couple shows, but they're not for a while, so. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, Josephine's in Villa Park. It's every Thursday. The list goes up around, like, 7.30. 8. It goes up at 8, and then uh, it starts around, like, 8.30, 8.45. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, so definitely check it out. It's, it's like it won the Burby for Best Album Mike. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> On the suburbs. <laughs> I know how. Uh, and I think it'll win again this year. Um, but uh, I got uh, I'm hosting uh, This Shots and Giggles in Joliet. Uh, that'll be uh, tonight because this is coming out on Saturday. It'll be tonight. It's a free show, so come out. It's on Plainfield Road in Juliet, and it's a super good lineup. Uh, so definitely come check that out. And uh, once again, we do this every Saturday. If you have any questions or comments, uh, send it to We Are the Strange Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and if you just send me something, you assholes. All right, I'll see you guys later. Thank you so much, Brad. Thank for you for having me. me.